welcome to this week's episode of the Stir It Up Podcast. This week, we're going to have sports talk with OJ. But let me tell you about our new show called Reality Check. That's done by me and my beautiful co-host and wife of 14 years, Sherry Miller. We're going to discuss relationships, parenting, discipline, Christianity and religion. If it happens in life, we discuss it. You can check us out and email us or iMessage us to be on the show at truerealitycheck at gmail.com. That's T-R-U-R-E-A-L-I-T-Y-C-H-E-C-K at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter. That's T-R underscore reality check spelled C-H-E-K. That's on Twitter and Periscope. And if all fails, then hit us on the WordPress platform. That's T-R-U, realitycheck.wordpress.com. So now let's get to Sports Talk with OJ. All right. It's another edition of Sports Talk with OJ right here on Stir It Up Podcast. All right, it's week 12 of the NFL. But um, let's start with the NBA because your boy finally decided that he wanted to play. Supposedly, he had a knee nagging injury or something, so he was out for the last three games. So him and Paul George played together last night. Ended up beating Boston, but it took overtime to do it, and they only did it by three points. What is your take on that uh, little blurb? Uh, I don't know. I really didn't see the game, but from what you're saying, it's it's not like he's he trying to trying to save himself, and he just started trying to play in the in the uh, you know show up enough in enough games, you know that. Uh, he can get some rest because it sounds like he really is hurt and he hasn't really recovered from that time in uh, San Antonio. But uh, it is what <laughs> we ain't even gonna have that conversation again. But <laughs> <laughs> speaking of San Antonio, um, they're on their first seven-game losing streak since Popovich took over over 20 years ago. I mean, that team's, you know, they're basically in trouble. I mean, they're in a rebuilding stage. Kawhi's gone. Parker's gone. Ginobili's gone. Um, you know, Tim Duncan been gone. So, um, yeah. The, but the talk is supposed to be in your boy, uh, Donich. Uh, Luka Donich, you know. He's a young guy. It's in his second year, and he's averaging a triple, almost a triple double. I can't say he, he almost had what Michael Westbrook numbers, but he's a little bit under as far as uh, points per game and rebounds. But he's almost there. On another note, your boys, uh, Golden State, has a losing record. I think they're like three and nine or three and twelve or something like that. Golden State, yeah, they they they've been reeling. Uh, you know, they're not gonna be. 
they get uh, Thompson back. So, do you really think that's gonna make a difference? I think it is. It'll make a difference for. Uh, uh, I don't know why I'm brain freeze for, for, for the point guard. You know, he feeds off Curry. Yeah, Curry. He feeds off uh off of Thompson and vice versa. You know, they play off of each other, and so when he comes back, I think they'll be okay. You know, as far as the team chemistry, I mean, just him and uh, uh, the power forward, Draymond Green. Yeah, it it ain't it ain't the same. <laughs> you know, it's like they missing two pieces to the puzzle. Right. <laughs> and they also seen the article that was questioning whose team wasn't really while Durant was there, and we had this conversation last week where Durant to me was uh, a selection of a team to go to I mean whatever people have always said that you know it's like in the corporate world I mean you go to a better job because you got a better job offer I don't think that's a good comparison but we're not going to have the conversation anyway the article said that while Durant was there that Curry took a back seat which I kind of I kind of thought he was anyway, but he stepped up when he needed to when, you know, Durant was off or out. So, I mean, they almost beat Toronto without Durant. So, I mean. Yeah, but. I personally think if Thompson hadn't have been hurt, they probably would have won that series. It's the same with, with, with a, when you have a great player, whether it be LeBron James or or, or uh, Kevin Durant or even Steve Curry. Uh, I mean, Stephen Curry. Curry, it's just that um, when you got a collection of guys and they know that each one can do their part, you know, you, you kind of take a back seat when the one one guy is on. You know, the same thing that's going on in Houston, right now Harden is hitting everything. So, so Westbrook is man enough to say, "You the man right now." You know, when he starts struggling, then I guess Westbrook will start taking over. I mean, that's the and it might and it might be a relief to Westbrook now, anyways, which. He didn't have to do it, but he chose to. But right now, he don't have to do all the work that he had to do in OKC. And I don't think he ever had to because he had, um, uh, what's her name with him there last year? Um, Paul, not, was it Paul? Yeah, Paul, wasn't, yeah, it was Paul George. Actually, yeah, yeah, it was Paul George. Yeah, he had Paul George with him, so he didn't have to do that, but he still was choosing to do it. But I mean, maybe he's finally growing up and saying, you know, look, this is not the way to win. Let let everybody get involved, so I don't have to put the burden on my shoulders. But yeah, um, let's go back. Uh, uh, take a step back because I'm going to go back to what I just said about if Clay Thompson had to been hurt, I believe that Oakland, um, uh, Golden State would have won, which I do. But like people say, I mean, injuries are part of the game, and you got to take mm-hmm. your circumstances how you get them. But at the same time, um. <laughs> I do think that Golden State would have won that series without Durant if Thompson hadn't been hurt. Because, I mean, let's go back over the years. The year that OKC blew the 3-1 lead, which personally I think some people were shaving points, but that's another story for another day. But Mm -hmm. that year in game six, if Thompson doesn't score 40 points and hits 12 from 12 from three, they don't win that game and, and, and push it to a game seven. Yeah. Um, 
last year uh, when they was playing against Houston. And Houston was up without CP3 in the third quarter in game six. Who shows up in the fourth quarter? Clay Thompson. I don't think he gets enough credit personally. No, he don't. But, you know, he really is the heart and soul of the Golden State Warriors. I mean, Curry gets all the clout. But, you know, it really wouldn't be nothing without Thompson. Thompson bails him out a, a few times. Yeah. I mean, he does say some off-the-wall things like saying that they're better than the Showtime Lakers or they would have swept the 96 Bulls. Now, them are some idiotic statements, but, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. That's just a matter of opinion, and you can debate those theories all day. But, I mean, that's like saying that the Baltimore, the 2002 Baltimore Ravens defense was better than my 85 Bears. I mean, we ain't going to have that conversation either. So, uh, well, uh, statistically, uh, I think the Bears were had a little bit more sack. But, I don't know, that 2000 Ravens, they was really moving, I mean, getting after the quarterback, too. And you can't well, run the ball. As you always tell me, <laughs> the numbers don't lie. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, my goodness, let's jump over here to the NFL. We we gonna start with this uh, Antonio Brown story because I just saw this this morning. He wants to sue Brittany Taylor because he said that she cost him and his family hardship anguish and financial strain by definition of character because she's accusing him of rape uh, unconsensual sex and that yada 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 happened on three occasions. He even goes as far as say is the reason that she's making all these allegations is because he wouldn't fund her gymnastics because um, I guess she was a gymnastics athlete. She, she mm-hmm. wouldn't he wouldn't fund her gymnastics um facility that she wanted to get started with her own business which was going to cost her one and a half million dollars so <laughs> i don't even know why i'm entertaining this article but it was it's new for sports so i had to bring it up he even came out and apologized to the owner of the patriots for all the drama and the riffraff yada 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 and i guess he was trying to play this year, but <laughs> nobody would. Let me put it to you like this. Colin Kaepernick had a better chance to get the job this year than he did. So. Well, nobody wanted all that baggage. You know, he had a lot of baggage. The gorilla. I mean, besides, uh, you know, his his actions on the Facebook, you have allegations. Nobody wants to start with a 10-foot pole. I don't care where, where you go. Nobody want to be associated with that. Right. I just thought it was interesting that all of a sudden now he wants to say this is the reason why she had these allegations because he wants to counter suit. I think the bottom line is I didn't see anything on it, but it, I'll do a little digging and maybe have an update next week. But I think the bottom line is that he lost his appeals for his contract um, compensation. I think that's what happened. So. Yeah. Um. As far, I don't know. I just was listening on the radio as far as Antonio Brown. It sounds like the league uh, had an opening or something for him to, uh, you know, he basically he had to humble himself and uh, do so, do a few other things to make him uh, eligible for another team to pick him up. And everybody's saying that the Patriots might come get him. But I don't know. I Like I said, I, I I was 
in and out on the radio, but that's what the gist of it was. I don't know what. Yeah. No, what the play now is. we got a. I don't know who he plays for, but I saw this blurb. blurb Jamal Adams, and I Play quote, Jets. he and I quote, he says that he's going to break the NFL sack record. Do you think he has a shot at that? Now Jamal Adams is a good safety. Easy play, strong safety, and they always play him near the line of scrimmage. So I can see why he said he gonna be the. Uh, he might have the most sacks for us for a strong safety. I don't know if he's gonna lead the league in sacks. I mean, they had to be blitzing an awful lot, and that's that's leaving you know four receivers on three DBs back there if he's blitzing. So I don't know. Anything is possible, but I don't I I don't see that. As far as uh, scheme-wise, I mean, you got to really take your chances and know when to blitz them if that's what his that's what his goal is. All right, now the um, I'm going down here. Oh come on, gotta go longer than I thought it was. Miles Garrett appealed his uh, NFL case. According to him, the same thing happened back in 2013. And let me see. Are you talking about that uh, uh, Antonio Lyons? I was thinking his name was something like that. Or Smith, Antonio Smith. Antonio Smith. Yeah. Um, but the, like, like, like the NFL said, that was number one. It was a preseason game. This was a national televised game that was number one headline the next day. Plus the fact that Antonio Smith missed and he didn't. But the article goes on to say that according to the current CBA, the league is not allowed to give him an indefinite suspension. So. Well, they can't. Yeah, I guess under the agreement, they can't uh, suspend him indefinitely like they was. But at the same time, like he said, it was on national TV. You hit the man in the head with a helmet that's designed to protect the head. So, I mean, something's well, yeah, got to Yeah, the Players Association claims that that's what's in the collective bargaining agreement right now, so. You know. But you know what? They don't have that many games. I think, what is this? Uh, six or seven games left? It might be less than that. So they could they could suspend him for the rest of the season, and then at the at the start of next season suspend him some more, right? You know, and the and the quarterback for the Browns or not the Browns, but the Steelers have um, apologized for his misconduct, and the NFL must have heard me or listened to this podcast because the dude that put Garrett to the ground and started punching him, he got three games. So. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Uh, Maurice Pouncey, the center. Yep. Yeah. But I, I knew he uh, the sentence was going to be less for him anyway because he was protecting his quarterback. I know he did it a little excessively, but, you know. Like you said, he, he was protecting his quarterback, but I don't think it was that. It was, I mean, pushing him to do the way, maybe even pushing him to the ground. But striking him, I thought I I thought was going a little far, but it was all in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. You gotta take everything in in contrast. I, I the thing that 
that really got people is that you know it was like it was a national televised game and he did hit the dude in the head now what if the dude would have had a serious concussion uh I'm, I, I hate to say it maybe even you know die you know it was a blow to the head so right you know what you gonna do then you know I don't think that this is gonna be overturned I think that he will be suspended for the rest of the season and then they'll call it a day and let him come back next year, but I don't think that would be too bad a punishment. Like the article cited, the one in 2013, one was a preseason game. Two, he didn't, he missed when he swung the helmet at the the person. He missed him. He didn't actually make contact like he did. So, mm-hmm. um, your boy Tom Brady said, and I quote, "He came out the womb hating the Dallas Cowboys." So going up against them this Sunday afternoon, he got some extra incentive to beat them. <laughs> hey, he better have a, a, a can of whoop a, a, a with him because you know the way he's been playing, he's he's been sticking up the joint. I mean, his defense has been carrying that team all year, and you can blame it on everybody. The it ain't the same receivers. It ain't the you know it's the running back ain't doing nothing. Where the bottom line comes down to the, the quarterback just. I don't know. It's on the decline. You know, he's he's not throwing the ball the way he used to throw it. I mean, you can you can throw out all those other reasons that you just mentioned. Not the same defense, not the same uh, receivers, not the same offensive scheme and whatever. But pers- with me, anyway, it would hold no merit based on the fact that it's always been that way. It's never been the same team through two years in a row. And he's always been succeeding. So I'm going to have to agree with you. Based on the fact that number one, I don't like Tom Brady anyway, and number two, because I've been watching the games, because he's not the same Tom Brady from two, three years ago. He's not the same Tom Brady that brought brought them back against the Falcons. He's not the same Tom Brady who deflated the balls and won against Seattle. No, I, I just had to throw that one in there. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean. And it's just okay. I mean, you, you're 42 years old. Everybody has to hang it up at some time. You know? Personally, after the last Super Bowl that he won is when he should have retired. That's You go out on top. Yeah. You see, that's what Peyton did. Look, he got his second ring and bounce. He's like, I'm out. I'm equal with my brother. I don't got nothing else to prove. See ya. <laughs> I mean, that's probably not what he said, but, <laughs> but they both got two rings, so. If I'm not mistaken, they dad got one too, don't he? Archie Manning? No, he never won a Super Bowl. No, oh, okay. All right. That was all my headlines. What you got over there? Uh let's see. Well, we we do we doing football still? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see here. What's a good one? Oh, okay. another another one I got here. I can't remember exactly the name because I don't have the article up in front of me. But apparently, uh, football uh, uh, L.A. Ram that used to play for Baltimore won't give the Rams Baltimore schemes. He says his oh, ethnic, and, ethnic and morals come into play, and he doesn't want to, you know, break that code per se. That's Eric Reed, and you know when I. You were right that he that uh, uh, one time he was a Raven. Him and his brother did play on the same team, but uh, right now he's playing for the Panthers. And yeah, 
I'm, I understand where what you know. You don't have to uh, have to cheat, you know, just because you with the other team. I mean, it's, it's it is a form of cheating. I mean, you letting the other team know how how the uh, the play calls and and the signals and stuff. But I mean, is there a a, a rule that says if I used to play for the Vikings and then I go to the the Green Bay Packers? that i can't tell them what i know i mean is that is i mean per- technically it's not cheating i guess it's all depending on from person to person i mean it's morally you know can you live with yourself can you look at yourself in the mirror uh, apparently he couldn't that's why he didn't do it all right well this ain't the show for that discussion but <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> i'm just saying on another note, uh, I guess the look, y'all, y'all have to forgive me. It's my, it's my team, but I don't know their names. They say that the backup quarterback for the Bears is going to continue to start because the starting quarterback, whatever his name is, still has a little bit of a tenderness in his hip or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's basically an excuse to just bench the quarterback. It's what they use for Cam Newton, you know. So they could really get an assessment of of what they got in Kyle Allen, and from what I see, they 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 better keep Cam because that's I mean when Cam is healthy, that's their best option. I you know that four four interceptions in one game, come on man, Cam ain't never did that. And all the seasons he done played, he never threw four interceptions in one game. So I don't know. Your boy Lamar Jackson is leading the Pro Bowl voting for quarterbacks. Not surprised there. Um, no. Oh, let's let's. No. I can't believe I passed over this story. Let Let's talk about the re- the reason that that ain't uh been paid. You know, this is his last year, right? Right. And he he's been balling, so he's gonna be guaranteed. 35 million because that's the going rate for a, a top five quarterback, you know, top five quarterback. It's 35 million. But he was a fourth round pick. So what, what did that mean? That's that's water under the bridge now. Exactly. But in the eyes of uh of Jones, no, that's what he sees. He's a, he's a fourth round pick. He could franchise him because he has that right. But then that would that would make Dak mad, you know, to be franchised, and then he'll be an unrestricted free agent. What do you? How you think that the saga in Dallas is going to turn out? Because right now they're winning because of Dak Prescott. Well, leave it to your boy Zeke, based on his holdout and Jerry Jones giving in. He seems to think that he's the reason. That Dallas is winning, but personally, I would have let him sit out and let the chips fall where they may. Because as you can see, when he's not putting up numbers, Dak is. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I'm a Dak Prescott fan. Don't let Skip Bayless hear me say that because you know he loves them Cowboys, and <laughs> <laughs> hey, he loves him from Dak. Yeah, the, the Dak attack. I, I I like Dak. I've liked him ever since he, you know, I thought he should have started over Romo before he did. I mean, Romo is one of those that just, he doesn't bounce back well. 
And when he didn't get it done, those last couple of seasons when they made it to the playoffs, he never recovered from it. That's why it was easy in the long run for them to make that decision to put Dak in there. But back to what you said, fourth round pick, okay, whatever. Brady was a sixth round pick. And he eventually made the money. So Jerry Jones needs to open up his wallet, just like he did for Zeke, and give him his money. Because if he ain't there, they ain't winning. That's just the bottom line. I know it's a kind of, it's it's a, it's a dilemma because you know uh he wants to win another Super Bowl before he check out, right? He's guaranteed all guaranteed. I didn't know that that but that 50 million dollar contract is guaranteed. I, I mean, he had he had more than that, but he guaranteed, he's guaranteed 50 million of that contract. Put it that way. For the running back so that's that. That's money that's gonna count against the cap. He still got to sign that, and he still got to sign Amari Cooper. And and I, I think he already signed the cornerback. Uh, and and that's him. why I would have let Zeke sit out, because if he sat out, he for the next two years, okay, that would have been his problem. Running backs come a dime a dozen. You can go pull anybody off the street to run the ball. I mean, come on. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. The, the uh, Elliot was more expendable than Dak is. You can't go find a quarterback anywhere to throw the ball accurately, anyway. Mm-hmm. And not with his poise and maturity level at his age. Yeah, and the way Dak is playing, you know, when they when they were losing, then you know, Jerry Jones had more of a bargaining chip. But now that now they're winning because of that. I mean, the receivers dropping the ball. I mean. Zeke's not even getting a uh, hundred yard game, you know well, what I'm saying? And I they still, <laughs> and they still beat the Lions. Albeit it was, it should have been as close as it was. But a win is a win. Yeah, I mean, there's a you couple know? of plays that Detroit blew it on, and uh, what's his name, uh, the quarterback up there. Uh. Matthew Stafford. Stafford, Stafford yeah. yeah, he he made a couple of bad decisions down the stretch, but hey, what can you do? It's all in the game. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But yeah, but that that's why I would, if I was Jerry Jones, I would roll the dice just for all the reasons that you just named. Got to sign Cooper. Got to sign Dak. The cornerback, we don't even know if he signed. The Elliott's money is guaranteed, so it's gonna count against the cap. So now he doesn't really have no wiggle room. Now you're going to what? You're going to ask Dak to take one for the team and not to make as much money as he knows he's worth? He could go anywhere else and get that money? You know, that's the, I guess that's the uh, the risk they're willing to take. Because yeah, he well, ain't getting no money. Jerry Jones hasn't always been the smartest man in the world. I mean, he let Jimmy he let Jimmy, uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson get away. So just because of his pride. Yeah, but you know, they did win another Super Bowl, so I don't I don't know how much uh, that hurt Jones. I mean Jerry Jones. I don't know how much that hurt him because they did win with Barry Switzer. So, what's the team that Jimmy Johnson put together? <laughs> hey, they won. That's all that matters, and uh, they haven't won since. Again, with the team that Jimmy Johnson put together. 
that was that that was the Tony that was the Tony Dungy rule before the Tony Dungy rule was even there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'll get to this Kaepernick thing in a minute, but now we're about to see if San Francisco is really a contender. They go to Green Bay on Sunday night. Let me look. Maybe is is it in Green Bay or is it in San Francisco? Let me see. Oh, uh, I'll just say this: San Francisco going to the playoffs. Now, whether it be a the first round by or a wild card, that's to be determined. But they're going, and whoever faces them is going to have hell on their hands because them boys is young and they are getting to the quarterback. That's all I got to say. Oh, it must be. Oh, they must have changed the game. Yeah, they must have changed it because originally it was going to be. It, it's supposed to be. It, I I saw the commercial that's supposed to be a, a, a Sunday night game, but you know the NFL they change games on the fly when they want a better nationally televised game. And I'm not even finding that game right now, but I know Green Bay and San Francisco play this week. Hey, you never know. They might make that a Monday night game. Here it is. Yep, Green Bay. Green Bay goes to San Francisco. Right now, it's at four. It, it, all the schedules is four o'clock, but I think I saw a commercial where they switched it to the Sunday night game. So, <clears throat> anyways, that was your boy Kaepernick. At the last minute, which we know he probably already had a plan this way, but at the last minute, he moves his venue. YouTube lives his workout with all you know his own receivers and this and that and the other. Um, your boy Stephen A. Smith let him have it. Um, uh, um, the old coach of the Browns, uh, what was his name? I can't even think of the dude's name. Which I mean, the Browns had so many. So which which coach are we referring to? I'd have to pull up the article, but I guess he pulled out of it at the last minute too, because he was supposed to be involved in it. Anyway, did you see the workout? And if you did, how did he look? Because I didn't even bother with it. No, I didn't see the workout. And I don't be on YouTube, so I, uh, I wouldn't have, I would have, my kids would have had to do it, but you know, that football ain't damn, not a nice thing. So, no, I didn't see it. I heard it was a subpar performance, I guess. And Stephen A. Smith thinks it was a backdoor. I don't even know how he worded but the bottom line is he he blowing all this smoke but he really ain't trying to be a he really ain't trying to work is what it sounds like the way Stephen A put it is he Captain is blowing all this he's making all this noise but he really don't want to play for nobody he he just trying to he's just trying to get attention uh so so yeah like you said the tryout must not really did any good but I thought it was a sham of a tryout anyway you know, it was a half-hearted effort by the NFL. But that's what I was saying going into it, that, you know, it's nothing but uh, a bad look on Kaepernick either way. You know what I mean, if you show up and look bad, then they're going to say, you know, he can't play anymore. If you uh, don't show up, then they're gonna say we gave him a, 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 a olive branch, and he and you know he, he threw it in our face, you know basically, you know. He's, so it's a lose lose situation either way he go. 
But uh, hopefully he did a good well enough to. And maybe achieve. it would have worked out though if he had actually showed up where the NFL arranged everything for him already. He doesn't know how that was gonna go. He just chose to pull out and move to his own venue somewhere in Atlanta at the last minute. So I mean, I understand it was on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. College teams are playing, NFL teams are traveling, but I mean, th- from what it sounds like, the NFL had representatives there that was gonna distribute the tape to everybody anyway. So, well, see, well, see, that's why he messed up. I mean, if you're gonna do it, you might as well do it the way they want you because then the shoes on the other foot. I mean, you show it up, even though they they wanted you to look bad, you know, you was good enough to you know that some of these backups and everybody knows that he's he's good, a good enough quarterback to half of the backups in the league. So, that was where he messed up because I'm sure an NFL team wanted to sign him or look at him and then, you know, he did what he did. So, I don't know. It is what it is. You know, it, it, it's not hurting me one way or the other. So, Right. <clears throat> no. Well, what else we got? Uh, you got some NBA news over there and then we'll come back and wrap it up with our picks for the week. I think it's 12. Uh, you know, I said I wasn't gonna do this because the season is so early. You know, the NFL—I mean, the NBA—really don't start to after uh, the uh, the break. You know, when they when they had a Hall of Fame game or whatever, you know, the dunk contest and all that—that's when the when the season when the games count after the break. But your boy LeBron James. Has got the Lakers at 12 and 2. And it's the way that he balling. I mean, the man's on a mission. He's averaging a triple double a night. I mean, you know, he, he coming he coming to reclaim his throne. So what you think about that? You already know what I'm about to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why you went there. <laughs> Who have they played? Have have they played the Clippers? Have they played Houston? Have they played Boston? Have they played have, Milwaukee? They 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 uh yeah they they played uh the Clippers. They lost that game and they played Boston. They beat them. Uh, they played OKC the other night and he had a he had a triple double that night. Well, I mean you know, OKC ain't got nobody but. CP3 anyway, but I mean, and he, I mean, your boy Skip was mad because he sat out a little bit of third quarter only to play the whole fourth quarter. And he said, Why would you play the whole fourth quarter in the beginning of the season? You know, you everybody's trying to rest, you know, it's just the past stats or whatever. You know how he goes, but it don't matter. They couldn't stop that man. You know what? I'm gonna have to disagree with Skip on this one because I'd rather somebody sit out most of the third quarter and play the whole fourth quarter than to sit out a whole game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this lower management stuff, I'm never going to agree with it. Because you get paid to do this. This is what your job is. This is what your career is. You get hurt tomorrow, you still got money in the bank. Whatever. Go get your law degree or whatever you're going to do. But while you're signed on for this team, you shouldn't be sitting out ga- You shouldn't be sitting out games this early in the season anyway. Now, like I said, 
if you're six, you know, you're leading the division by five games, there's two games left. Okay, you don't need to play them last two games. That's understandable. But this early in the season, if I'm not mistaken, quiet and sat, sat out five or six of the first 14 games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's true. Now, what if they missed the playoffs by two games? Yeah, you're going to say those are two games that he should have played. I, I feel you. So, I'm not a LeBron fan. I mean, I respect his athletic ability, and I like what he's doing for the league. But he's doing it the right way. I've never seen him sit out whole games in the beginning of the season. Now, I've seen him do it at the, you know, all-star break. You know, your body gets a little wear and tear. Sometimes you need a break, but not not even a month into the season. It's not even, it hasn't even been 30 days. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting out games. Whatever. But yeah, I can appreciate the Lakers. I mean, 12 and 2 is 12 and 2. It don't matter who you play so far because we're really not going to know who are the good teams that are contenders until we get to the All Star break or, you know, April or March or April when it's the season is winding down. So right now, a win is a win. Who cares who it's against? So <laughs> yeah. I just. I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask you that, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all I got to say is people better look out. I mean, the Lakers are going to be in in a Western Conference champion. And, and a lot of people are, are, are saying the Clippers, you know, are going to make it too when Kawhi gets, you know, his self right and him and Paul George because both of them are the, the best two-way players in the game. One and two, you know. Well, and, I've I've never really seen Paul George play per se. All I you know I heard about him when he was in Indianapolis, and then of course I watched a few games uh, OKC last year. But I've never I haven't seen him play as much as I've seen Kawhi playing. Kawhi is a he's an excellent two way player. But if that's the case, then why is he crying and sitting down on the bench talking about his body hurt? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> hey. He ain't even do. He's not. Even, he's not even thirty yet. I know, and that 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 really got to concern you. I mean, he's still a young guy. I mean, as much as I don't like him, Durant never did that. He don't sit out games. You know, he come he come the ball. He's six eleven shooting threes. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Well, some say he's seven feet, you know. That depends on who you ask or what shoes he's wearing. So, I mean, whatever. <laughs> but I neither here nor there. I mean, nah, I mean all I know is he's a foot and a half taller than me. So, <laughs> hey, hey, that's another team. You know, right now, um, the Nets, they're doing pretty good. I mean, they'll be better with Durant, but, you know, he got them close along. I think they'll make the playoffs, and then when Durant comes back, like like he say, you know, later in the season, that's what he's trying to do. I think the Nets are going to be a team in the working with in the East when it's all said and done. When they got both of those guys on on the court, just like the well, Clippers. Well, according to you, ain't nobody in the East except Boston and Philly anyway. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. 
I mean, your boy Jimmy Butler down there trying to do some do something down in Miami, and you you still need to stop hating my Milwaukee Bucks because they're gonna be in the playoffs. So, <laughs> hey, hey, I was gonna say Giannis Giannis got it going, you know. But it's like I said, it's all really early. I don't really want to get too hype on none of you guys. It's early. We're gonna see after the break who's doing what. Well, with you know, to your credit, LeBron is a proven winner. So it's really not a surprise that the Lakers are winning. You know, management over there, because they didn't get Kawhi and like I've stated before, I don't think he ever had any intentions of going there personally. Um, he said he wanted to be in LA, but once LeBron went there, he's like, you know, I want my own team. But at the same time, if I had a choice between Paul George and LeBron, even though LeBron is, what, 33, 34? 35, yeah, he, maybe? He's 35, actually. He'll be 30. Yeah, 30, at the end of the season, he'll be 35. So, I still, hmm. I'll, I'll still take a little bit older than LeBron over Paul George. But, I mean, that's just me. But, you know, he said he wanted his own team, his own identity. He wanted to, you know, cement his legacy. But from what I read... he wanted San Antonio to trade for Paul George early in Paul George's career. Then he went to OKC. He became a free agent and went to the Clippers. And then that's when he threw that ultimatum out there that says, if y'all don't get Paul George, I'm not signing. So, I mean, it's all hearsay, but that's just what has been said. You know, and you know, if it's on TMZ, it must be true, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and they, even though it's a tabloid news site, I, I mean, they, some of that stuff be factual. I mean, I, I, I question the methods that they use to get to that story, but hey, whatever it takes, it by any means necessary, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they'll follow you around. <laughs> so, all right, what else you got? I saw your boy Kobe was at the game on Sunday night, and LeBron hit a high five, hit a three, and then they did high fives on the, you know when he's walking down all the end of the court, but whatever. Um, well, I was just gonna speak up on that dynamic, you know, the way that that King, I'm gonna go ahead and call him King James because that's the way he's playing, and uh, you know, this is his time to really shine and, and win that chip and win that chip for for the Lakers. And submit his own le- legacy in the Laker legend legendhood, I should say. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, if he was, if he's able to win a championship in LA, which I don't think he can, but if he is, I mean, number one, he'll be the first. I think he'd be the first to win a championship with three different franchises. Yeah. Um, but that that would if if he won, when he, let's say he won the championship this year, that's when he should retire. He's already done everything. He's already broke all of Jordan and 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 uh, you know everybody's records. He's the number one scorer in NBA history. He set a record the other night where he's had a triple double against every NBA franchise. Um, I mean, he's done that. There's really nothing else for him to prove except get a championship in LA. Once he do that, you know, retire, do your little movie thing or your music thing, whatever. I mean, I, I've heard he's got some stuff in the works for after. He retired. Plus, his wife, she owns a, a furniture company called uh, uh, um, Hardwood or something like that, where they make 
furniture by hand and donate it to charities and stuff like that. That's a great cause. I, 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 you know, when I saw that, I thought that was a great thing for them to do. You know, use their, you know, her using, you know, um, her, her means to, you know, help out the less fortunate. And you know, because you know, LeBron came from the hood anyway. So I mean, they, they, they know, you know, how it is not to have anything. So that's a good thing that they're doing there. But yeah, I think if if he's able to get a, a championship in LA. Hey, I'm not hating on him more, but hey, congratulations. But I got a question for you, but I'm going to wait until you're done with all your other NBA news because this is this is a doozy. So what else you got? Um, any any uh, big injuries to report on? Is El Adipo healthy over there in Indianapolis or what, what are they doing? Uh, thanks. I, I looked I, I, I glanced at both the NBA and NFL injury report and I didn't see nothing major Miami got a uh, or not Miami but um, San Francisco had a lot of uh, tweaking injuries that are going to be game time decisions they're probably going to play so I mean the playing is the Packers so if it's just a, a little ankle here or a rib there they're going to play so the only uh only thing I got really else to talk about is your boy uh uh what did I say that the that the uh the blazer signed last week oh Carmelo yeah you know they're talking about you know some some days they don't know if he's gonna last you know through the contract you know he it's uh it's to be determined. It's yeah, to it's day to day. Like he makes yeah. money each day. And you know, some games he's coming to play, and then some games he's not. So I don't know how that situation is gonna work out. I mean, he, he wants to be on the team, but if if you want to be on the team, you gotta really contribute in all aspects. So what you think about that? You know how I feel about Carmelo. I think he should have retired five years ago. Once he left Denver, he wasn't the same. I think he did make a valiant effort in New York. But New York hasn't been the same since the 90s era. You know what I'm saying? With the Ewings and the Starks and the Oakleys, Mm -hmm. Doc Rivers, um, Anthony, uh, Greg Anthony. Ever since that team broke up, ever ever, ever since everybody left, that team, that general manager that owner that they really haven't done i'm surprised there's still a team in new york i mean probably because it's being uh, you know madison msg is a it's a historical place to play and all that but they yeah. really need to they really need to get some some they need to get a, 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 a they need to clone jerry west and get him over there in new york because that's about the only thing that's going to save that team it's it's the owner I think you know they they still haven't really recovered after how Oakley was was uh, treated, you know, and it's it's all due to the owner. I know, but your boy Barrett, he's been playing. I mean, he's a rookie. Out, he might get people excited, but he's gonna need more than one player. And it also doesn't help the fact that Brooklyn is right up the street, and the Nets moved from from Jersey to Brooklyn. So I mean, yeah, and you know. They're going to be competing for fans, just like the Clippers and the Lakers. You know, you know everybody used to like, yeah, the Nets. 
But when you know when the rent come back, I mean that's gonna be the team to beat. Everybody, ain't nobody gonna be thinking about the Knicks. They're gonna be thinking about the, the Brooklyn Nets. Speaking of Durant, have you uh, seen anything on his um, recovery, uh, rehab? Uh, nope. I just know that uh, he's trying to come back. You know. And right. so, you know, uh, they think. Speaking of uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony, they're thinking about starting him. You know, he was coming off the bench. Yeah, well, according to him, this is what he said in Houston last year that he wasn't no role, he wasn't no bench player. He should be starting wherever he's at. Dude, this ain't 2008, and you're not playing for the Nuggets no more. You ain't no starter. Well, you know. Apparently, uh, look at this uh, article. Like I said, his contract's not guaranteed, but the last couple of games, he's a little, he's averaging like ten points a game, and and they've been needing that ten points since that uh, Damian Lillard is hurt. So uh, I don't know. So they're thinking about starting Carmelo. Just, I guess, maybe maybe to uh really get back. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, my question was if you are starting a team for the NBA, it was another franchise that said, Okay, we we want you to start picking people. Are you picking and this is in their younger days, not, you know, in their I guess prime, but you know, first three, four years in their career. Are you picking LeBron, Jordan, Kobe, or Durant? Ah, that's gonna be tough. You know why that's tough? Because both Durant and LeBron likes to get people involved and take the shots when they want to take the shot. So that's that's the that's the tough. I I already know what I'm gonna get with Jordan. And I, I would, uh, I would, I would, I would start a team with him, but I know I'm gonna have to get some more other pieces to work around, you know, him hogging the ball all the time. So it's really Durant. Who would you choose to buy to me? Who would you choose, Durant or LeBron? And I would just say LeBron by the slightest edge because. LeBron knows how to get everybody involved. So does Durant. But LeBron got a little bit more of knowledge, you know, who should take the final shot when, you know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. Whereas, you know, when it comes down to it, Durant ain't going to be scared. He going to take that shot. I was going to say, the reason I would, that I would pick Durant, even though LeBron is, I mean, it's, it's really a tie. But the only reason that I would take Durant is for what you just said. Durant's not afraid to put his foot on your throat in the fourth quarter. If he's on, if he's hot, he's taking that shot. He's not going to say, oh, I'm hot, but I want somebody else. Let me throw it to Kyrie just so he can win us the game. Or let me let me give it to J.R. Smith because he's my boy. No. He, Durant's like Jordan in the fourth quarter. If, if, he's, if, he's, if, he's on, if, if he's in the zone, he's in the zone. He's not giving it up. I don't know if, if that's a bad thing. I mean, that's that's one of the, the throwbacks, or not throwbacks, but that's one of the 
issues that I have with him when he was in OKC that last year. They were up three to one, and he never showed that killer instinct in any of those last two games in the fourth quarter when they should have won the game. When him and Westbrook were playing two man ball, he he didn't show that. Well, so. I think that's 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 why he playing like he playing now. He just want to show y'all that he he can do whatever it is you say he can't do. And I think he is going to be more out to take that shot just to shut people up. Because LeBron's more cerebral in, in, in that aspect. You know, he don't he, he feel like, I don't have to take the final shot. I'm good enough to set the set the guy up to take the final shot. You know, something Jordan used to do once he got older, you know, that's how BJ Young and Steve Curry and all them guys got famous. Because that's what they used to, that's what that was their job, to hit that, that nail in the coffin. Now, I was just about to say, Jordan did prove later on down the line, you know, it took him about five, six years, but he did start passing the ball. I mean, if you remember correctly, Steve Kerr is the one who won them that series against Utah. And then uh, John Paxson is the one who won them that series against uh, Phoenix. Jordan didn't take them shots. He he set them up, but he, he did pass the ball. Yeah. Now, yeah, but he had that second, that's it. I don't think he had to learn. He just had to learn how to be unselfish. He already knew how to pass the ball, but you know, when you come out of college, you a kid with an afro and two in the gum, you want to show that you got, you know, you got the, what it takes to score the points. But then you got to preserve your shot and take, not take a back seat, but you got to take your foot off the gas and, you know, show that there's no I in team. So, I mean, it took him a little bit, but he did it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the bottom line that that he learned the lesson, you know. That's all you can ask for for your, from your best players that that they know who should take the shot when the shots needed to be taken. Um, let's go to college football because, like I said, Big Twelve is going to need some help. Because Oklahoma came back and beat Baylor. Now, Baylor was up by, uh, I think, a touchdown and, and ended up losing the game by four points. So, so they took a big hit, and Oklahoma is ranked at 10. But, you know, they're not going to make it sitting at 10 to the playoffs without getting some help. Right. You know. And you know Georgia, Georgia played Auburn. I forgot who I got to see who won that game, but you know, I mean, really nothing has really changed as far as the as the uh, top six teams. You know, LSU still number one, Ohio State number two, Clemson number three, uh, number four. Let me go to. I had to go to my. Thing. I was trying to do it off the top of my head. But uh, the only thing that changed was Utah. Utah was uh, number six. Is Minnesota still sitting number eight? No, Minnesota ended up losing. But you know they lost to Iowa, and I said you know they could lose one game because eventually they if they can win the rest of their games. They got another big game against Wisconsin. You know, they should beat Northwestern. 
if if they can make it to the Big Ten, Big Ten championship game and beat Ohio State, then they're going to be in. Whether they're number three or number four, they'll be in there because they would have earned the right. Well, beating Iowa would have helped, number one. And number two, they're not going to beat Ohio State. <laughs> Hey, I love the Gophers, but they ain't gonna beat them. You don't think so? Uh You know. Oh my goodness. Uh, But Ohio State, yeah, this is the week. Ohio State got to play Penn State this week. Penn State this week. So that's going to be the big game. And then, you know, they play Michigan. And I think that game is going to be at the big house. So, I mean, Ohio State's not a sure end either way. I mean, they got two big games back to back. Yeah. That's going to be a tough game for Ohio State against Penn State. Minnesota had a little trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think Minnesota got to play Northwestern, and they're going to end the season with Wisconsin. So, I mean, they got to gotta take care of business, man, and Minnesota will be there. Yeah. They, took, they took a bit of a loss, but, you know, that was to be expected. I, I told people that was going to be a good game because Iowa, for some reason, Iowa got Minnesota number. And that's always a, a hard-fought game anyway, between the two. But, uh, yep. Uh, so, so I, Al- it, it, mm-hmm. where, uh, where's Alabama sitting at? Alabama sitting at five, but they don't have the. I mean, they have the benefit of being uh, in the playoff every year, and that's what they got going for them. But they don't have no no real signature win. I mean, no only signature win they have is Texas A and M. You know. That's because they always play a soft schedule because they say the SEC is so hard. You know, that's why they have a soft schedule. But when you don't win all your games, this is what you look at. You know, when they got to look at your body at work, you don't have the strongest body at work. You know? You know, LSU can still lose, lose to Georgia and still make it. You know, and it, they can still lose the SEC championship game and still make it at number four because you got to look at their, at their strength of schedule and who they beat and when they beat them, what they, you know, what they was ranked when they beat them. You know, the only game that Alabama has is the Auburn game at the end of the year. So I don't know. I really don't know. But if Utah can beat USC, Utah is going to get a, a, a seat at the dance. I see that more than I see uh, it'll be It'll be nice for there to be a little shakeup instead of these, you know, three out of the four teams being the same for the last three or four years. Well, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a given that Clemson is going to make it because I don't think nobody in the ACC it's good enough to beat Clemson. You know? And, and Alabama's not even going to get in, are they? Now, Alabama has a slim chance. You know, but like I said, when they lost to LSU, you know, it, it, it depends on 
on your body at work and 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 depending on the uh what the uh rankings have been i mean as far as the community is it's like we're going about this week to week we're looking at everybody and they and the strength of schedule pays is playing a bigger part that's why why nobody changed in the top you know in the top uh 10 nobody really changed change their position you know so I mean as far as the top four go you know they're still the same top four you know maybe something needs to be done about the way these schedules are being done I know the coaches have the option to request certain games but maybe the league should step in hey each school has the right to schedule as many hard teams as they want. You know, they want uh some teams, you know, the 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 F FSC, you know, the one double A schools, what what it used to be the one double A schools. They want them to still get their time to shine. And and you know, eventually, uh some one double A schools have have shown that they can they can beat these uh bowl bowl eligible schools and and those are the ones that have been been they've been picking you know cherry picking out you know like Appalachian state you know they only got one loss but they they used to be a F, F, uh fcs team but now they're in the sunbelt conference you know who who cares about the sunbelt conference you know but you know that's where they at you know just it's, it's it's the 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 championship the 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 playoff system is was has always been rigged for the top five conferences. It's either it's going to be a big or a Big Ten representative, a SEC representative, a a, a Pac twelve big and then a Big Twelve representative and um ACC. Now it's four spots and five conferences, so somebody's always going to be left out. And then they, how they sweeten the deal? They say, well, you know, we used to go to the bowl games. They letting all these little schools go to the bowls that they, you know, that they used to hug up, you know, the Rose Bowl, Cod Bowl. So the little schools, you know, they're like, oh, those are million dollar, two million dollar paydays. So, so yeah, we'll take that, you know. That's more than bringing in more money for our school playing in these bowl games. Now they have access to that. Yeah. It's all, it's all about politics. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Let's get to make sure I get the week right. Week. Where's that? I think it's 13, if I'm not mistaken. Mm hmm. Well, let's see. My books are a dismal three and seven. And then there's, well, I already had, everybody's had their bye. Yep. It'll be week, actually, this is week 12. Yep. <clears throat> week 12, we already picked tonight's game. I don't even remember who I picked. Let me see who's playing. No, that's why I didn't even bother with it. Indianapolis and Houston. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Sunday. All right, we're gonna start with your team that you just mentioned. They're going to Atlanta. 
Tampa Bay. You know, I hope the Bucks pull this off. I really do. But it, I mean, and you know, the, the talk of it, of the town has been well, they need a new quarterback, but really they need a whole new team. I mean, the offensive line is, I mean, is a you know is a sham. You know, Jameis Winston don't have time to throw the ball. You know, any decent quarterback or average quarterback still needs time to deliver the football. If you're stepping back and you already got two, three guys in the backfield and you're running for your life, I mean, what is that? Of course you're going to be inaccurate. I mean, and they threw the ball 51 times last week. 51 times. They ran the ball six times. That's ridiculous. All right, we I mean, got how are you going to win a football game like that, especially when your offensive line is, is horrible? The game plan sucked last week. <laughs> but that, all that being said, it's the Falcons. The Falcons haven't been all that uh, great, but they have gotten two good wins. They beat the Saints, and they beat uh, the Carolina Panthers. So maybe they're on a, a, a sand while we are in flux. But... If they, I still say the Bucks get the win. It's just because I'm a homer. <laughs> All right, Denver at Buffalo. What now? Denver at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo. I still don't believe and believe in Denver. I, Buffalo. They at least they're trying. You know, they're still a young team. They got a good defense, and that's been a uh, common card for that team. Their quarterback still. And he's still trying to figure it out, figure it out, but he's young still. So, yeah. Giants at the Bears. The Bears. I'm picking the Giants. Anyways, uh, Lord, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Man, really? Come on, man, it's the Steelers. <laughs> All right, Miami at Cleveland. Miami might get another win. Hey, Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland's been playing pretty good, you know, as of late. But without Miles Garrett, I mean, he's just that he's just that good. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I'm gonna take Miami in this one because they don't have Miles Garrett, and I don't think they have another pass rusher on that team. Probably not. Carolina at New Orleans. Uh, I'm gonna go with Drew Brees. Drew Brees got a got a. Snap back, you know, and take his leadership role. Why everybody talking about Teddy, Teddy, Teddy? It, no, it's still it's still Drew Brees' team. So I'm going that's, with the same. That's the risk you run when you get hurt. You know, the <laughs> can come in and you know take your job. That's mm-hmm. why I never call in to work. Cause I don't want them to think that they can make it without me. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland at the Jets. Um, Oakland, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Gruden because Oakland's a good young team, and the Jets should be good, and they got a good win last week. But then again, who have they beat all season? So <laughs> I'm going with Oakland. Detroit at Washington. I'm gonna get an out of Detroit just because Washington's uh, on the rebuild and Detroit's defense. I still believe in that offense. It can be suspect at times, but 
I say Detroit wins that one. Jacksonville, Tennessee. Hey, I don't know what done got into them Jags, but they they won two straight now. Like I said, I really don't know what to do because Tennessee, they've been up and down too this season. So I'm going to throw my hands up and that's a toss up. All right, Dallas and New England. I'm going with Dallas just because I don't like New England. And I'm doing it for the exact reason. That's why I'm picking New England because I don't like Dallas. <laughs> Plus the fact that this one's actually in New England. It's going to be a little cold up there. So we'll see how they respond to that weather. All I got to say is, like Shannon said, this is Dak's test, you know, to prove that he, he is just as good as any other quarterback. Right now, he'll be playing against the best, what a quote unquote, what, what people call the best quarterback in the league. So if he can lead the Cowboys past the Patriots, I think he passes the test. Some claim he's the greatest of all time, but <clears throat> anyway, Green Bay and San Francisco. I'm going with San Francisco because they're, I believe in that defense. They're a young bunch and they like to run the ball. So. Garoppolo don't really have to do nothing. You just got to make the throws when they ask you to make the throws. They're going to run the ball like 20, 30 times a game. So I'm going with San Francisco. So you're telling me you don't think that Aaron Rodgers can get the job done on the road against San Francisco? I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers ain't going to have time to even uh, think about throwing downfield. That's what I'm saying. You must have forgot who Aaron Rodgers is. You're going to find out. (laughs) You're going to find out. Seattle at Philadelphia. Now, this was the original game, Sunday night game, but I think they switched it. I think Green Bay and uh, San Francisco are going to be Sunday night now. We'll see when Sunday night gets here. But it's Seattle at Philadelphia, and Seattle should win that with no problem, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm going with Seattle, too, because I like Russell Wilson, and Philadelphia hasn't really shown me nothing this year. I don't even know why this game doing Monday night. Baltimore at the Rams. Come on, man. I'm going with the uh, the Ravens because uh, golf show ain't showed me nothing, and Todd Gurley's been hurt all season. So, yeah, I'm going with Baltimore. And Thursday night, just in case we don't get on here before then, it, it, oh my god, Chicago and Detroit. <clears throat> That's the Monday night game? No, that's next Thursday's game. Oh, next Thursday game? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be a good game. I mean, both of them defenses like to get out the, get Actually, after the quarterback. Hold on a second. If I'm not mistaken, it is. That's why this is Thanksgiving Day. And then, of course, we have Buffalo at Dallas. So, yeah, this is, this is, this is Thanksgiving Day. Oh, so that's a Thanksgiving mistaken. game. Detroit yeah, gonna... and Chicago. Detroit and Chicago. Then we got uh, Buffalo going to Dallas because you know Dallas and Chicago or Dallas and Detroit has those two Thanksgiving Day games. And then uh, NFL Network decided they wanted to get in the mix, so now we got a night game. That's going to be New Orleans at Atlanta. So we got three games on Thursday. Oh, okay. And they all going to be good. Looks like they all division games too. No, mm-hmm. not 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 Buffalo at Dallas, but this uh, New Orleans and Atlanta, and then Chicago and Detroit. So them actually might be some good games. Hmm. I'm going with Chicago just because they got a better defense than Detroit. And that that Saints Atlanta game, I'm going with 
the Saints just because they they somehow somewhere always beat the Falcons. In the Buffalo game, I'm going with Dallas because you know I I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Dallas too. But if they, I mean, this is gonna be a tough one for Dallas, not because Buffalo is gonna be tough, but because they're gonna be in New England on Sunday and they're coming back three days later. You know what? One day of practice, maybe a day of film. So this is this is gonna be a tough. This is like a back to back. And now, see, this is where the NFL should do lower management, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. This is like a back to back, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and when you when you uh, say it like that, because well, they play on Sunday, right? Right. This week, and then they got to come back and play on Thursday. So yep. yeah, it's gonna be a short week. It's gonna be a short week for them. Yep. So, but uh, if anybody can do it, the Cowboys can. That's America's team. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, it's going to be a short week for a, all them teams actually, because I mean Buffalo and they, they all play on Sundays. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I think Chicago's defense is way better than Detroit, and that backup quarterback is you know a typical average quarterback. He don't turn the ball over. And he allows the defense to uh to get the stop. So I, I'm going with Chicago. Yeah, about to say you got to have somebody that can move the ball too. So yeah. So all right. Well, I guess that wraps it up with sports talk with OJ. Remember, we're on Twitter, WordPress. I don't I don't think we have an Instagram hey, page. I do want to ask you one one quick thing before we go. What's up, Cam Newton? You know, like I said, he said he wanted to play for Chicago, but I guess the Chargers are getting tired of Phillip Rivers. I didn't really, really, really look at that one, but they've been rumored to uh, want Cam Newton too. So, what you think is the better team, Chicago or San Diego? I think San Diego has more weapons per se. And it will be more in Cam's comfort zone weather-wise. But to be selfish, I'd say I, we want him in Chicago. Just because they need to make up for that mistake they made passing on your boy down there in Houston. So, Well, they say Trubisky is the man. Miss Trubisky. Yeah, okay. And they, they, they ain't made it to the playoffs since he's been there, so. Actually, they did make the playoffs hey, yeah, last they year. They won the division with Mitch. You already done it. He already. This was his year to prove everybody wrong. You know, you got to do it two times. The first time, okay, you caught everybody by surprise. Can you do it again? That's what. That's the year that he's looking at right now. And apparently, he can't do it again. Well, he'll be. He'll say it was injuries and all that good stuff. So I mean, yeah, y'all was twelve and four last year. No, I'm talking about this year. Yeah, I'm just saying. I just remember that. The, the Bears were 12-4 and four last year. That caught yeah. a lot of people by surprise last year. Yeah, well, the last time they was 12-4, and four, they fired their coach. So, I mean. <laughs> 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 that don't mean nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, y'all. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of Sports Talk with OJ.
All right, that's this week's show. Sports Talk with OJ. Productive as usual. A lot of information there. Remember to check out our new show, Reality Check. That's on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, all the podcast platforms. And we're on Twitter and Periscope, WordPress. And please email us to be on the show. We want everyday life discussed with different audiences. So that's True Reality Check at gmail.com that's email or iMessage and of course you know stir it up wordpress.com stir it up at icloud.com for this show so and remember true reality check is t-r-u r-e-a-l-i-t-y c-h-e-c-k at gmail.com again thanks for listening see you next time